Cristiano Ronaldo's latest interview with Piers Morgan eliminated any possibility for his relations with Manchester United to be fixed and his image as someone who should have been an icon in the history of the Red Devils. During the interview, he fired at the club's top office, manager Eric Ten Hag, and even his former teammate Wayne Rooney. Ronaldo said people must know the truth, but whose truth is that? Welcome back to CGTN Sports Talk. I am Li Xiang, and I'm glad to be joined by my colleague Josh here. Great to be back. Hey, so after I read the interview, what Renato said that I actually have questions for him. He said he felt betrayed by the club who was willing to pay him over five hundred thousand pounds a week after、mm. literally <laughs> three teams wanted him when he left Juventus. He said he has no respect for Tang Hak, who was willing to put him in the starting lineup after the punishment for his intentional departure of the stadium without the consent of anyone. And he said Wayne Rooney was jealous of him because he was still able to play. Maybe he forgot that Wayne Rooney was the one who was willing to give the start position to him back when they were both at United. So. These are yeah. I can't imagine how I mean, he could say those things. I mean, that that's the thing. You've basically taken the words right out of my mouth. I mean, one thing we should clarify is that the whole interview is not going to be released for another forty-eight hours.、Mm-hmm. However, what has been released, which as far as I've been able to find, is about twenty minutes worth of footage, is already incendiary enough for the club to release a statement, for it to have made headlines. And I think I think what you said is completely correct. A lot of the things that he's saying, you like, I can't see his point of view. To be fair, there are parts of it where he is very flattering towards the club. He always, in several of the snippets, he mentions his respect for the backroom staff, the chef, the chefs, the physios, things like that. He talks about positively about the fans, things of that nature. But like, yeah, the betrayal aspect. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense to me because if he is already aware that the club is stagnant, if he's already aware of situations with Oli, situations with Ten Hag, where he is already in the team or he's coming over, and he's obviously not going to jump into a surprise. He's done his research; he knows what's what's going on.、Um, the, I don't understand what the betrayal is, unless there was a lot more promised. Regarding, I don't, I don't know. Maybe like control within the within the locker room, almost like a player coach sort of aspect.、Oh. Or if they promised him some kind of, you know, we are gonna, you know, recruit more wingers, recruit more whatever, so you can play your style, something like that. Because the thing that was ve- it's very noticeable is when he talks about he has no respect for Eric Ten Hag. Ten Hag is the first manager that's treated him like just another player、mm-hmm. since, I mean, maybe since he first arrived at United with Ferguson.、Mm-hmm. You know, so I get the feeling almost that the betrayal that he's imagining is that Ten Hag makes him just play like a player, makes him play like a solid, a solid number nine up front, solid number seven, basically because that's on his shirt. Play in a scenario that does not. Cater to him entirely, but like, yeah, I don't, I don't really know because 
even though we don't know the full nessus the full nature of the interview releasing these clips like they are so he's so direct in what he has to say mm-hmm. that i cannot imagine the context changing anything for the better or for the worse and all i can think of with this like why now why is he doing it with Piers morgan why is he doing it on um i forget the name of the channel it's a channel in the uk that i it's fairly controversial all i can think of is that he's doing everything he can not just to get attention but to burn every possible bridge not just so that he can leave in January, mm-hmm. but that they feel like they have to force him out. That's, That's true. the only thing I can I can think of doing it like this. Yeah, I totally agree. Because uh, what I read just now from ESPN said that Ten Hag went to the top office of United saying he's no longer a member of his squad anymore. Mm-hmm. And let's just say um, there were reports about United trying to sell him or let him go in January during the uh, winter transfer window. But it will be difficult. Because remember, uh, in summer, he was willing to take half of his pay, but still no team yep. wanted him. Let's just say he wanted to do that again. But after all these, he had his conditions. Remember, he wanted to be in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Even if somehow he could do it, who will want a guy like this who will maybe sometimes just leave without saying anything and then say, it's all your fault. I didn't do anything wrong. Well, that, that's it, because... At his best, he is still Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. At his best, you know, I think it was last season we were talking about it where he basically kept them afloat with important goals in so many games. So you can, basically, it's like last season was the best that he can offer at 36, 37. Mm-hmm. This season is the worst because no matter who you are now, if a club the size of Manchester United can't keep him under control, what's someone, what's someone else going to do? Because... You know, the the big narrative I've been hearing, and I don't know if it's going to play out, but the idea was he always wanted to do his last season back in Portugal, back at Sporting, back mm-hmm. in the place where he began. Now, that's a significantly smaller club than this, yeah. where, you know, at the very least, the cachet of the United's history, the lineage, the size of the club, kind of keeps him in line. Ten Hag is whether he likes it or not, one of the best managers in Europe right now, one of the best managers in the world right now. So if he's not going to listen to him and he's just going to blow it off because he feels like he's being disrespected, what's he going to do when he's playing in a tiny league for a manager that's in that position, always going to be like on the on the next step up? I feel like they're just he has basically soured his potential future now because what would have been, let's say, a rosy homecoming for his final season if it does play out, it would be like they are on tender hooks because the slightest mistake would just cause chaos. Mm-hmm. And he is probably, you know, I would almost be willing to say, based on what I've seen him do with United this season, he's almost setting himself up to make things bad. You can see by his body language that, you know, even if he just tracked back a little, even if it was just a bit more, a bit more deep, um, helped out a bit more as a, as a playmaker rather than a goal scorer. That would have done wonders, but he's done none of that. So, yeah, I, I really don't know. He, you know, th- this the, the stuff that he says about uh, the Glazers and stuff, mm-hmm. that just corroborates what we already know. Yeah. And coming from him, 
I feel that makes it almost bulletproof. It's like a guaranteed thing that the club is very underinvested. He is completely correct that they haven't moved on in 13 years. But then the stuff, like I was saying, of him being disrespected and betrayed and everything, that seems a little false to me. That seems a little unself-aware. Yeah, because if I recall correctly, Tang Hak, though, like you said, he was treating Ronaldo like he's just one of the players instead of, you know, a superstar with privileges. But Tang Hak never said anything negative about him, even after he suspended mm. him. He still yeah. said he is a very professional player. He is a good one. He could help, and this is not the way you respond to those nice words and behaviors. Like you, I mean, you, you said the whole interview is not released yet, but I believe whatever has been released already must be cons- must have consent from Ronaldo, and that yeah. means he's sending a message. I don't know what angle he's playing. But this is right before the World Cup. I can't imagine that it will have nothing to do with it. Though,、mm. even if he's doing so, and he's—I don't know if he's stupid or smart because he's playing the、uh, Man United polit- politically correct card. Because he's saying like, "Oh,、uh, Sir Alex Ferguson was blah blah blah." He's saying he's on my side, and I believe him. So, like、yeah. in United, no one can deny. Okay, Sir Ferguson's wrong. Oh, how can you say that? No one can do <laughs> so in United. So he's playing that card, but. Again, before the World Cup, before you becoming the oldest and probably the biggest star of Portugal, going to the World Cup, you want your teammates, some of which who have never played with you, knowing that you were playing under this guy. Is this really the best way to unite a team for the World Cup? And not not only that, some of them have played with them because I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a image going around of Bruno Fernandes,、oh, like. Yeah, looking at him, I don't know what was said between the two of them,、mm-hmm. but he looks absolutely furious、mm-hmm. at Ronaldo. Yeah, and considering that, yeah, you are right in the sense of he's the biggest star going into it. Like, the, but not only that, it's his last chance.、Mm-hmm. Like, it's not. It's literally now or never, which means this has to be no mistakes. Every game, completely playing at a hundred percent. Make sure that they get there. Not only that, because. When they did win the Euros, he was missing from the final,、mm-hmm. so he's gonna have to basically make sure he stays fit, healthy, which is gonna require protection from his teammates, gonna require everyone playing as a cohesive unit all the way through to the final. And he's coming out with this, like it, I, I can see what's being done now in the sense of well, he's just basically had his very last game with the team because now it's going into a different tournament. Now there's like a month at least for them to figure out what to do with him. It isn't like you know he's saying this. The next week they're playing against Bournemouth or something. Like it feels very much like a case of he is at the very least mentally done with this United team. I think that's true. And yeah, I just hope that this doesn't have the repercussions negatively onto the national team. I mean, like we were saying, there's only 20 minutes of this interview out there. I've seen in like the.、Um, Preview for what's coming next. Him talking more about Portugal,、mm-hmm. and I get the feeling that that hasn't been released yet because there's no one to wind up, there's no bridges to burn, there's no message to send. So I feel like that part of things would be a lot more positive. But again, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, that's true. And you know, since、um, the rise of Kylian Mbappe and probably Holland, now there are fewer people comparing. Ronaldo with Messi, but what he did recently gave people reasons to believe that Lionel Messi is a better and more professional player than Ronaldo. Because I mean, Messi's breakup with Barcelona is not really a picnic; it's not very pleasant. But、mm. 
Ever since that, Messi never said anything negative about Barca, and his role in Paris. It wasn't the perfect last season, but this season he made it work with Neymar, who is not really the easiest guy to get along with, with Mbappe, who is basically a 15-year younger version of Ronaldo. He made it work. Lionel Messi now is the, to me, hidden core of PSG, and he is ready for the World Cup. He's ready to play again. Also, he's lost World Cup. And Ronaldo、mm-hmm. now leaving a mess at United and probably heading to another mess in Portugal. I think we are. I mean, at least personally, I am getting very close to the point to say that Lionel Messi is a better player than Ronaldo. Well, I get the feeling based on what I was reading about before this season that basically Messi is doing what Ronaldo wants, but he's doing it the right way、mm-hmm. because. The story has always been that because he left Barcelona because of financial issues, they were always going to bring him back as soon as they could afford it. And I mean, I don't know if they could do that now that they've gone to the Europa League. But the implication was always going to be, okay, whatever deal he signs, wherever he goes next, if it's a two-year deal, that's because Barca can get him back in the third year. If it's a three-year deal, he can get back in the fourth, and so on. And with this being a two-year deal, he's suddenly playing incredibly well at this team. Knowing, I think, in the back of his mind, one, I'm not resigning. I'm not doing this again. So I need to show off my best. And two, by showing off my best, I can then justify going anywhere I want. Be it Barcelona, or if they can't do it, well, let's say suddenly Todd Bowley comes up with a massive amount of money and get him, gets him into Chelsea for a year, something like that. It's a risk someone would now be willing to take. Whereas with Ronaldo, suddenly it's keep him at a distance. It's literally. The opposite way for, like, we say opposite, literally complete opposite way for these two legends to be playing this season.、Mm-hmm. You know, years later, Messi will be remembered as Messi of Argentina, the one who took them to win the Copa America, the one who took him to took them to the final of the World Cup, and probably whatever happens at this World Cup, it will be remembered as part of his legacies in Argentina. He will be remembered as the greatest player in Barcelona history. What about Ronaldo? I mean, he used to be, say, maybe one of the greatest in Man United history. Not anymore. He helped、mm. Real Madrid win so many things, and after, but his breakup there was not pleasant. Juventus,、eh, not so much. So, w- what is Ronaldo doing now is gonna cost him a lot in his, as a you know, as a star in football history in the future. Yeah, I get the feeling that he's going to be one of the first. Where, I mean, he has intentionally done this by being such a individual figure, but because of how he plays and things, you never really associate him with any particular one team or anything. In the sense of, you always think of well, Maradona, legendary player for Napoli, legendary、yeah. player. In the blue kit with、um, Argentina and、mm-hmm. Pele, do what he did with Brazil for Brazil, the country, things like that. With Ronaldo, the thing which I am wondering is, he will go down as one of the greats, like definitely top two, top three, whatever. But thinking about this, what, what we've do- talked about today,、mm-hmm. a lot of his. Skills and records have been very individual. Top goal scorer, things like that. And I highly suspect that when you look at, say, what Haaland is doing, what Mbappe is doing, 
at some point that might just become a footnote in the sense of, yes, he scored, let's say, 100 in a season, mm-hmm. and, but that stops being the record when someone scores 101. Yeah. You know, whereas with Messi, he meant so much to Barcelona. The stint in PSG, I suspect, is going to be like everyone at PSG. You know, no one thinks of Buffon at PSG, even though he was there for a year and like towards the tail end of his career. Mm-hmm. But I think what he has done with Barcelona, being there for so long, perhaps finishing his career there, or at least moving back, what he's done with the national team being kind of like a talisman. Yes, he hasn't been a Maradona-like figure, but it's still a central figure to that team and then the nation around it. I don't know if Ronaldo has that in Portugal and I because you never really hear it discussed. It's always Ronaldo this, Ronaldo that, mm-hmm. rather than he is someone who is he is someone beloved. It's more like he is above everyone, if mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen next with him, but I'm starting to feel that he's souring his legacy. Yeah. Um, last question. What is your expectations for Portugal and the World Cup this time? Um, well, that's it. Because there's so much pressure on them to perform for Ronaldo, and he will be at the top of his game physically at the very least, if not mentally. Mm-hmm. I can see them getting into quarters, semis, things like that. Like I'm, I was talking about this with a friend yesterday, and with how the tournament is set up, I highly suspect we are going to get a scenario where it's either Portugal get matched against Argentina mm-hmm. or Portugal get matched up against Brazil. And that's going to be like the big thing of him versus Messi in his generation or him versus Neymar in like the the next, next one in line. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that because I think France are going to not even get out of the group stage. Oh yeah, because I, they because the drama behind them, yeah, the and... drama behind them is already terrible. Mm-hmm. And I think if I mean it really happens that Portugal will meet Brazil or Argentina, it will be like you said an epic game, but also mm. maybe the most proper ending for Ronaldo at the World Cup. You lost yeah. this man so many times. This is the last time you lost to him. It will be how it ends in the contest before you two. If they lose mm. to Brazil. This is the one who's going to inherit it from you, and he did so by beating you. Yeah, and that right. That's it. This, yeah, there's so many storylines going into this World Cup because, actually, because of Ronaldo, basically, that it makes almost every single Portugal game must see. Yeah, like, that's true. I think which I think which I wonder. Um, I forget where it came up in a discussion about most watched sporting fixtures of all time, things like that. Mm-hmm. I do wonder if. Say we do end up with the Portugal versus uh, Argentina um, sort of Argentina game. Is that going to be one of the highest rated games of all time, even if it's not the final? Because so much is riding on it in terms of generational talent that I almost hope that ends up happening somewhere within this tournament as almost the final itself. Yeah, I think it will be. It will be the El Clasico of the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. and I think so much for the date. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, we'll be hearing from you guys very soon next week. See ya. Speak to you then.